If you like weird history, true crime, haunted and paranormal, then pause the podcast you're listening to right now and subscribe to Ghost Town wherever you listen to podcasts. We also have a video component to our favorite Ghost Town episodes at youtube.com slash Jason Horton. Episodes like The Los Feliz Murder House, The Toxic Lady, The Black Dahlia, Janis Joplin's Hotel Room, The Haunted Roosevelt Hotel, and more. Just go to youtube.com slash Jason Horton. That's youtube.com slash J-A-S-O-N-H-O-R-T-O-N. And while you're there, please subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. Thank you. Are you a fan of narrative-driven podcasts but also looking for something funny? Well, then check out this brand-new CastBox original. This sounds serious. The Case of Daniel Bronstadt. It's a fake true crime podcast that delivers big on both laughs and story. The first two episodes are available May 1st wherever you get your podcast. Or you can go to www.thissoundsserious.com. All right, let's do it. It's It's the Friends Without Benefits podcast. My name is Jason Horton. Welcome to the show. Today, I have a chat with Tara Erickson. She's an actor and comedian. She has a large online presence, and she also works kind of in the the movie biz, kind of discussing movies and the movie biz. She grew up in Las Vegas, which I found really interesting because I don't know many people that grew up in Las Vegas. I know people that have later on have gone to Las Vegas. I know people that go to Las Vegas for leisure, but people that grew up there and like, what do you, what is that like? And what do you do? So we have a chat about that and some other stuff. My stand-up comedy show Flappers went well for those who are keeping track. Uh, it was a show that was on 420 and I thought everyone was going to have some kind of 420 Joker story. And I'm the only one who did. And I was probably the least qualified, but you know what? I did the work and uh, I think it went really well. My next show is not until May at the Ice House, but I'm hoping to book something in the interim. Uh, I'll be going to Las Vegas for my birthday in the beginning of May, and then pretty much right after that, I'm going to Florida to visit my mother, and my brother's going down, and uh, yeah, I'm sure I'll have plenty plenty to report um, if you're interested in like West Palm Beach-based information activities. I think we might be doing something... Go- like going on a boat and something with alligators and then gambling at an Indian casino. So that's that's kind of where I'm at with that. Looking forward to it. Different, fun. And it's been three plus weeks since I've been off the all soda, diet soda, aspartame. Um, I mean, yeah, it's good. I'm sure it's it's probably I like to see like resu- I like to actually see and feel results. And yeah, I probably feel a little bit better, definitely less bloated. Headaches are probably maybe a little bit less around the same because I'm probably need to drink more water. I know, very very exciting. But one thing I got figured out: got my contact lenses back. I was exclusively wearing glasses, but thanks to Simple Contacts, I'm back in the contact lens business. Simple Contacts is the most convenient way to renew your contact lens prescription and reorder your brand of contacts from anywhere in minutes. It's vision care for the 21st century. If if you need to renew your prescription, it takes five minutes to take a vision test from your phone or computer. It's reviewed by a licensed doctor. You receive a renewed prescription and reorder your contacts. All you need are your current contacts, an internet connection, and 10 feet of space. I did it. It was very, very easy. They're, they're correct. It takes about five minutes. It was very easy, and that's probably my biggest turnoff in the sense of getting, uh, getting other contacts. So they were right, and it was good. I did it. There's so many things demanding your time, and contact lenses shouldn't be one of them. With Simple Contacts, you can do renew your prescription and reorder your contacts from anywhere in minutes. No more doctor's offices or waiting rooms. 
Yes, that's what I like because I have to go make an appointment and then park. And in L.A., it's like you have to pay for parking. I just want to avoid all that. And Simple Contacts has made it easy. It's designed by doctors and licensed ophthalmologists, and they review every test carefully to make sure your eyes look healthy and your vision vision hasn't changed. Your vision hasn't changed. The way I'm speaking, has they can't cover that. They can't help me with that, but they can definitely help with my visions. Simple Contacts has all the brands and types of lenses you're familiar with, so you never have to shop around to find lenses at the best price. It has been rated five stars over 3,000 times on the App Store. You can text with the support team and always get to speak with a person, not a robot. They get back to you. They're great. I actually had a couple of questions about lenses. Should I, I have astigmatism. I don't even know what that means. I just know I have it. And I use it in conversation sometimes, but they were very helpful with that. And with some around the corner, there's no shortage of reasons to have contacts on hand. Yeah, you can't wear glasses when you go swimming. I've tried. Use Simple Contacts to update your prescription and stock up for summer. The vision test is only $20 compared to an appointment without a prescription that could cost over $200. The contact lens prices are unbeatable. Standard shipping is free. And you can get $30 off your contacts at simplecontacts.com slash friends or enter the code friends at checkout. This isn't a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam. They only test your current prescription to make sure you're still seeing 2020. But it's good. I used it. It really took five minutes or less. It was really the decision for me to wear contact lenses again. So go to simplecontacts.com slash friends or enter the code friends at checkout. Sometimes you are. I'm going to try to not, but I'm just like, Do you start everything off like that? Like, can I curse with anything? Most everywhere I go. Yeah. Real Uh, quick before we. (laughs) No, you can curse like, I'll give you 10. Okay, great. Use them wisely. That's a lot. No, use them wisely. Yeah. Okay, sure. But 10 is a lot. I'm not that much of a. You might rapid fire like four in a row though. This is true. Yeah. Like, fuck, fuck, fuck. I already used three. That's three. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down to seven. Okay. This is fun. Somebody actually asked me like in some kind of interview, he's like, what's like my favorite curse word kind of like thing and i said dick and they're like is that even a curse word i was like it is for me so it's I a g- curse word yeah right like you dick yeah yeah i think I, it's really the the intonation like the tone behind it i wouldn't say it like that i'd say it like uh, under my breath in my car far oh. away from the person so they'd never know or hear it i'd be like right dick and then they oh. never know so right. like that yeah yeah you can't even really get it out like firmly you know like and then it yeah it takes you a minute yeah it takes me a minute and then uh-huh. uh i'm just like i wonder is like no cops right 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 You're it just... makes no cops around you know what i mean i don't want to get in trouble totally i mean you get you have an issue with the cops huh you're just are you constantly paranoid that there's cops around waiting for you to say dick or they're waiting for me to slip up you know what i mean right you know what i mean into that dick they, land they want this collar Right. Oh, sure. Yeah. This yeah. this collar right here. Right. As I yeah. put on, as I put on my glasses. Popping. Oh yeah. yeah. Those are good. Classic. Yeah. Right. If I wore glasses, I would wear those those that type. I've been wearing glasses like this since I was like probably like thirteen or fourteen. You're lying. I am, and I'm old. Do you have too. pictures of you like that with those glasses? And now you're you're hip at AF yeah. right yeah. now. Yeah. I'm old. This is good though. Yeah. I mean, you you're bringing the hip in with the age. Yeah, right. You're doing the combo. <laughs> I hit him with a one-two punch. It's good. It's good. Yeah, it's good. So uh, you know, 
what's I guess kind of out of all the interviews I've done, this one I probably know the least about you. Yeah, I know bangs. You have bangs. I got bangs. And you like to start things off by cursing, but we met at a uh, for that Stardust app for the we did. Rampage, and your friend of my, uh, friend Stevens. Yes, and that's good enough for me. Yeah, but you're in the world. You're in the. I'm in the world. I'm in the comedy world. Yeah, we, we do sketch comedy, improv. <laughs> That kind of thing. Yeah. But we, yeah, we met at the screening for Rampage for yeah. Stardust, yeah. which is a great app that I've been on for a little while yeah. now. Yeah, you're big time on there. Yeah, people seem to like me and what I got to say about TVs and film. Which... You ever get any kind of, like, I used to work in, like, kind of like the internet movie thing, like behind the scenes. Do you ever get anything for, like, being female, like, your opinion? It's, and they disagree with your opinion and they use your gender to kind of like support that or is everyone pretty chill um or you don't read well, comments <laughs> <laughs> no no i mean i read the com- comments most of the time um because like my hashtag is this idiot and i have a hashtag idiot army everything that i do like comedy wise it has uh i don't know just a flair of like fun and idiocy to it and so most of my reactions are kind of like if you're going to come at me, it's like it's nothing I've already haven't said to myself, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Um, but no, Astartus has been a, a company where they have sent out an email being like, we're we're very much about promoting like the female, uh, you know, aspect in our community, meaning we really want to highlight female commentators that have that want to talk like TV and film and stuff. So they've been a great app to they are really trying to highlight women, yeah. really, which I do appreciate because it's mostly talking dudes that are like TV, film, stuff like that. Um, so there's not a lot of female opinion, I guess, on online presently. I mean, there's a lot, but maybe just not as many as guys. But Stardust is doing the deal. And I'm, uh, yeah. But I, luckily, I don't, I have not gotten any negative comments, really. They're, most people are like, hey, you're funny. And I, subscribe to your YouTube channel. And, I'm and that's like, all you Yay. care about, right? Right. Yeah. yeah it's, I'm just like the cross promotion with it is great. And I'm like, as long as I'm making people laugh, I mean, my other hashtag is spread hugs, love and laughter. And that's like my goal in life. So you have a lot of asks. I know. I know. Hearts, I love do. and laughter. Spread all hugs, day. love and laughter. What did you just say? Harsh love and laughter? No, what, what are you doing hugs, over here? Hugs, love and hugs, laughter. Love and laughter. Sure. I can't do all three. Yes, you can. I'm very busy. Oh my god! I got god. this podcast going. Yeah, you do. And um, this is definitely nobody's laughing here. No, 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 no. This is. Uh, I have not felt the love since I entered, and mm-hmm. I didn't get a hug. So you're right. You do none of those. Yeah. Well, uh, hugs. Yeah. Nope. Nope. None of those three. Of well, those. I didn't know about the hashtag before. I know. I mean, it's not even really. Well, I guess I got three hashtags. Those three. I got right. a lot of hashtags. Yeah. Huh? I'm up. I'm up on the hashtag well, game here. Uh, before you had a hashtag, you know what I mean? Like if you can think right. back that far. So How where, was where, I? Where are you? Where are you from? So let's go back. Well, I'm from Vegas, but I oh, I've boy. been out here. I know, rough. It's Sin City, huh? Yeah, uh, but I've been out here a long time. I came out here when I was 18, so yeah. I feel so like I was raised in LA. 45 like, years you've been out here. Totally. 45, 50. 50 well, it's cl- closer to 53. 53 years. Yeah, it's a long time. 53 years. Man. Yeah. Yeah, you look good for 70. Sound so. and young, right? Yeah. Yeah, Sprite is what they call What's me. What's it like to li- Okay, I go to Las Vegas. My wife is a like semi-professional gambler kind oh, of. Shit. So she goes out there a lot and I go out there a lot. I don't really gamble. I don't really drink or party. I don't do much. Um, but I like <laughs> I love it out there. So, right. uh, what's it like to like live there? Like do you just I don't so know. So wait, just real quick. Do yeah. you just sit and watch your wife do the deal? And like you're just like cool. This is my wife. She's slaying the game, and you just what you chill and you drink her free drinks. Uh, I you know I really don't even drink that much. Now yeah. that I'm when I was single, I drank a little bit more, but I don't really even drink that much. I we stay in pretty nice rooms, so I uh-huh. like just sprawl out. 
Sometimes oh. I record like intros of podcasts and I'm out there. Yeah, you really don't do anything. No, I'm, a, what, I'm yeah. a real square, yeah. Yeah, real, a real leech on the old wife. She's doing, she's, she's, she's basically bringing home the bread. She's doing it all, Look yeah. Look at her. Yeah. Wow. But I have this podcast. You see, I have this podcast. You right. don't understand. You're, yeah, a little bit of work. <laughs> yeah. Chit, like, chit chat. Yeah, a little you bit. You have a chit chat thing. But what's it like to grow up in Las Vegas <laughs> Like outside of the like, you know, casino world, like what do you do? I don't know. People always ask me that. I'm like, it's just like any other suburban town where it's like you don't go to the strip, you know, all the time. Um, When I just, the only difference I think is that I saw a lot of concerts with my mom. Like my very first concert when I was like nine or 10 was to go see Boston at the Aladdin Hotel and Casino, which no longer exists. Uh, pot filled the air and uh, I just saw a lot of concerts luckily when you live in Vegas cool everybody who's an artist goes there other than that it just is another suburban town you go to school you go home you do your homework and I saw a lot of movies with my mom do on the your weekend. homework yeah. what a loser what a oh, freaking man. loser I, I would stress I would try to at the end of class after the lesson was done if we had time I'd be like I'm starting on the homework now like I just I was very much like I need to get my homework done when did you know you wanted to leave Las Vegas uh, uh, I don't know, like senior year, I was just applying to anywhere that was not UNLV. Um, I just knew that I wanted to be involved in music was my main first thing. So, uh, I think senior year when I was really trying to think of like, where do I want to go for college? Like, what do I want to do? What were your bands? Like, what was your, like, you know, what, like what was on your mixtape or whatever? Ooh, this is good. Um, God, I, I feel like I was a nerd alert. I, I really love like Boston, Journey, Foreigner, like ELO, Ario Speedwagon. I I like Lauren Hill. I was obsessed with Celine Dion. I did get to see her in concert. Uh you kind of have like, to, right? I you mean, you kind of have to. Yeah. yeah, I went to her opening night yeah. because the guy that I was dating, his his family owned the Las Vegas Review Journal. So okay. he had like opening night tickets. I cried. Yeah. Just bawled my eyes yeah. out. Second she opened her mouth. I, oh, so you so like good. big, like big produced, because you know ELO is a big produced sound. Boston's yeah. a big produced sound. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I said, nerdy. But I mean, now I like a lot of singer-songwriter stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I mean, I still love everyone that I just stated. Yeah. But uh, Plus. Plus, yeah, I don't know. Like Ray LaMontagne and Brandy Carlisle, like the, that mm-hmm. type of sound mm-hmm. um, I'm obsessed with. Oh my God, Lake Street Dive, they're so good. Nobody knows who they are. Just know them. They're well, now they're going to. They will because it this may. It's going to blow them up. This. I I hope so. It'll really blow them. Just this podcast. I go wow, and then it's all thanks to me. So you you were, were your, are your parents from Vegas? Uh yeah. Well, my mom wasn't from Vegas. She was born in New Mexico, but uh, I was born in Boulder, Colorado. But my mom moved me when I was about a week old back mm. to Vegas. So I was raised by my mom and mi abuelita. Okay. Um. And uh, yeah, so I feel like basically definitely yeah. grew up there. I don't remember anything, obviously, about Boulder, but I was born there. Do you go back a lot? No, no. To Vegas? Yeah. No, not really. Um, no, not Not, not even anymore. for like fun? No, I think the the last time I went for like fun was when I was like 21 or 22. I remember uh, still going back to be like, maybe I should experience it the way people think about Vegas. And I did, and it was fun. Uh, but the nightclub thing and all that jazz is not really my deal. I think the most fun I ever had was when I went to the Excalibur. I put in $5, got $250 back right off the bat and was like, sold, no more gambling. I'm going to go eat a steak dinner and play in the arcade. And then I was like, this is- I'm A steak s- dinner at the Excalibur? 
Yeah, I I went to no no that's a lie. I no you walked down to uh the the Bellagio. Oh yeah yeah. Is a steak. I got married there. at Bellagio. <gasps> Ooh, it's nice there. Yeah. I've seen those. Yeah, those it was wedding very things yeah. Are good. It's like chill. You know what I mean? It's like low key. Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, it's it not thing. chill or low key. I don't know why yeah. you would use those two words compared to, to having like a two hundred person wedding, like with a big low key as far as like cost and amount of people. Okay, got it. Yeah. So you had what a solid your solid three friends there and. We have, uh, I have a big family, a I have a okay. big family East Coast, and my wife has a big family from like Canada and Russia, so it was wow, a nice, me- yeah, it was mix. all, it was just pretty much just family for the most part. Okay. Yeah. I like it. And then everyone in Vegas is pretty much family, you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, everybody, yeah. So, uh, you come, and then where do you go from, uh, where'd you go to, you went to college somewhere. I went to the American Musical and Dramatic Academy, mm-hmm. if you want to call it college. Um, AADA? Is that the one? AMDA. AMDA, okay. There is ADA, but yeah. I did not go there. I went to the American Musical and yeah. Dramatic Academy in Hollywood, and I uh, spent a semester in New York, so I lived there for a little while, and then came back and lived, you know, been in L.A. since I lived in Hawaii for like a six-month stint, too, but then came back to L.A. What's, so what were your musical aspirations? At that time, at least. Yeah, like when I was younger, I really, uh, I taught myself how to play guitar when I first started at AMDA, and I kind of just want, I played around town, which is my guitar and sang a lot. Um, but then, uh, I don't know, something happened, like the acting bug hit me, because they you have to take all these acting classes when you're at AMDA, and I realized like the comedic aspect of acting I liked quite a bit. And then, um, I don't know, I just kind of moved into doing that. I still sing and play guitar, and I do it for like a live streaming app, but like, acting career-wise, it's a lot of acting, just in general, acting in general, I find a lot of fun, love it. But um, yeah, narrowed my focus in on comedy, which I found, kind of found the the comedy bug. So what do you, I mean, when you come from like a college, it's kind of teaching you like, you know, whatever, how to act or how to perform or whatever. What, what did you, did that actually, do you find it, it actually helped or was it kind of getting out there and just doing the thing really more helpful? I think really it's just the school being located in L.A. that yeah. makes you move and you go, I'm going to go to school now. Um, I The plethora of dance classes that I took in AMDA, I don't know that I could do any of those those things now. Um, the acting classes, they, they were great, but I think it's – um, more so if I had the guts to come out here and be like, I'm not going to school and just do the deal. I think that would have been just as fine as going to school, to be honest. But, um, yeah, it was, it was cool and informative being in class where you have to do Shakespeare and then you have to do like these plays and then you have to learn a musical theater song in three hours and bring it back. And, you know, just like the intensity of what schooling was, was it's great, you know, kind of lights a fire under your butt to be like, cool, now I'm going to go out and like kill it. But, um, they kind of in in schools out here. They don't really teach you that like you're gonna have to like dig pretty deep and plan on hanging out a while before you, I think, really reach the success you may be hoping for. They pretty much just give you kind of information to talk about on a podcast later on, right? Yeah. Basically, it's just fodder for podcast <laughs> yeah. conversation. Blank years down the road. Yeah. Here I am sitting with this guy named Jason Horton. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Just chatting, chatting away about you know career and acting and songs and AMTA. Well, I you know I'm as much as whoever's listening to this is unfolding for them. It's also unfolding for me in real time. Uh huh. So it's not like I did. I mean, I poked around a little bit, but I was like, you know, no, I want to be like totally shocked and surprised. You know, we went your YouTube for a second, Facebook for a second. I was like, no, you know what, you know what, I want to be. I want to 
like go down all the twists and turns. Wow, twists and turns. <laughs> yeah. And a twist and a turn led you to a podcast. Yeah, I mean, the twists and turns about your life story. Right, um, right. So what do you, now, then what do you do next when, next or what's happening at that time? Like where you're doing the acting, like what is that? Yeah, um, well, I screwed around a lot for I think a solid five years nice. up until I was like 26 or 27 where I was like, man, if I really would have put my nose to the ground and like really, really worked, I would have been probably in a different position now. Um, but, uh, you know, you just- What like, did you do in that? Like, those oh, lost God. I would spend every Wednesday at Big Wang's in Hollywood <laughs> singing karaoke and yeah. just getting blasted that's, off their wanger bangers. That's depressing. Oh, God, it's awful. I think they're closed um, now. Uh, yes, they yeah. are. I used to go because you know uh, I O was right around the corner. I know. So I would go there like, a couple of times and be like, I mean, I love wings, but like I don't want to. Yeah. I don't, don't want to get like HPV or something totally. from the table. I don't know. It was just gross. Well, I tell you, I was there during the early years, yeah. so it was still somewhat clean. Okay. Um, than maybe what you what we would see it as now. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, just dancing on tables, drinking drinks, singing songs. Thinking you're the queen of the world, and right. really, it's just the queen of big wangs, and nobody really cares. Were you bummed out? Like the next morning after that, how'd you feel? Um, you know, yeah, like wow, what what am I doing? Yeah. And then I have to get up and go to work. Yeah, where, um, where where so where were you working? I was working in a doggy daycare at the time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All the way in Culver City. Yeah, yeah. Uh, boy, boy, what a joy. Uh, and I think that's what led me to uh, being like, what are you doing? And then I went to Hawaii, and I was a dolphin trainer for a second out there. I worked at Dolphin Quest. Because in my brain, in the early 20s, I was having this like life crisis where I was like, man, this, you know, this acting, it's not really working because I was screwing around. Yeah, it's and not then, like you weren't trying. You were no, trying and failing. You just weren't doing just it. I just wasn't really doing I mean, I had a commercial agent, but in my brain, I was sure. like, they're not getting me out. Like, this is it's never going to work, man. And so I was like, well, why don't I just go to SeaWorld? And I'll do my, I'll be on stage and then I'll be working with dolphins. And that to me was like sold. What's your background with dolphins that led you? I just, it was you always lived in a, a landlocked area. It seems like I your know, whole life. So. But I went to SeaWorld every summer with my mom for in years. In San Diego? Yes. Yeah, I still live in San Diego. I'm familiar. I've been there once. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. I used to go all the time. And this is before Blackfish, before everyone <laughs> freaks out. But so I went to Dolphin Quest in Hawaii for and trained and became an assistant trainer. They have like an animal lecture series I went through. And then I came back to LA, went to SeaWorld, passed the test. I have I've spent like nine months becoming a really, become a rescue scuba diver, swimming a lot. And then uh, passing the test at SeaWorld, and then I was like, nope, can't do it. Got to go back to L.A. I know I'd regret it if I didn't, like, go and give acting. So you got to the point you're supposed to get at. the very end. And then I was like, no, can't do it. Got to get out. But do you think you got to that point? You're like, now it's really time to put up or shut up, and you were, like, afraid of success in what you were doing? And you – because it seems like you get to the Mm -hmm. point, and then you were just like, all right, I'm going to peace out now that I got, like, you know – Right. Um, now that I knew that I uh, had accomplished it, I just knew that once you start working at SeaWorld and right. you become a trainer, sure. you're never going to go back. You're sure. never going to be like, cool, I'm going to leave now to try to go become an actor if I pick up my whole entire life and move there. And I just was like, no, I can't do it. And I'm glad that the experience is great. But then once I was back here for, I don't know, still even after that, three years after like <laughs> all that, still screwing around. And then finally... I don't know, something happened. I was like, I got to get to work. And uh, 
once I did that. Uh, well, so what's that work? What's that thing? It was really, honestly, once I started my YouTube channel, my mm-hmm. my life changed. So the quite di- a bit. like kind of like I mean, same for me. It was totally life changing. Uh, yeah. YouTube. I started around like two thousand nine ish. I got caught up in that world, but yeah. Uh, it's life changing. Well, it the is. internet was changing. So, so what is that kind of like? Kind of help really kick things off for you and kind of define what you were going to do. Maybe going I think forward. It, yeah, I think it defined my voice and being like, listen, I, I a lot of being an actor is waiting around for a casting director to call mm-hmm. you and mm-hmm. just get in the room. And um, once I started my YouTube channel and like making people laugh on my own accord and being like, great, I can get myself and my content and my thoughts and point of view out there uh, and make people happy. Uh, that made me happy. And then I, you know, there's times I'm sitting in my house editing my videos being like, I don't want to even go- this audition. Like it's cool, but I'm probably going to be late. Cause I need to finish this edit. Like, yeah. I don't. I, it just was a thing, a way for me to put myself out there, and then also people would see that and then contact me for work and be like, "Do you want to be on this thing or come and act in this deal?" Because now I was having content in front of people's faces where I was just like, "Wow!" You, you kind of prove your, you know what I mean? Like your you, worth. You prove, yeah. And you're like, "I do you like this? If you don't, right. great. You know what you don't like. Yeah. But if you do like this, this is me. I've already proven it to you. Right. Yeah. It's it's literally life changing. I don't think I would be working like I started to become a working actor, you know, a couple of years ago, and I've only started YouTube maybe two and a half, three years ago now, um, but really working to where I was like booking quite a bit. But I, I really do think it's mostly due to just YouTube and kind of find your voice and gave me a lot of confidence. And uh, it's been it's been great. I never would have thought that I would call myself a YouTuber, but I really do love it. It hurts a little to call yourself that. I mean, come on. A little bit. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. But I'm I don't know. I've I've learned to kind of change the way that I I view it to where now I'm just like I'm a YouTuber. It's yeah. what I do. You can look me up. It's it, what I do. I already call myself hashtag this idiot. I have an idiot army. I reenact movie trailers with cardboard boxes and dinosaur toys. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't get any. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I'm a YouTuber and I do kind of YouTubery things. Right. Except I'm not doing like what's in your purse or a makeup tutorial. I'm doing like even yeah. You get it. You, you, you know, just cin- dumb stuff. Cinnamon challenges or whatever. Cinema challenge. Cinnamon challenge. Oh no, no, no! No, no I don't. Challenges? I don't want to die today. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So, so what's no. your like? Do you, for as far as like let's just say traditional uh-huh. acting. Let's say non YouTube. Right. Or sure. non Vine. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You, yeah. Know <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, just in that world of yeah. like what like what kind of stuff do you do or you've done or you're interested in? Like what's your jam or I don't know. Like I'm just trying to. Um. Well, I think the main thing that really kind of changed my life acting wise was that I was in an independent film called Waking uh, and that was great and sounds independent I know right because I'm just like oh it sounds like a really cool cover it's like Waking Waking yeah Yeah. and uh, after that um, you know I've been in a few more films after that and some TV shows but nothing big enough to where I get called unfortunately to where Mm. I get called into like casting director's rooms to actually audition for pilot season like I don't know what that means I mostly go out for a lot of commercial work which Mm. is great I mean they mostly ask for improv and comedy gals and then you have to drive out to santa monica yeah it's the it's kind of the worst um you know three hour trip from and then maybe you get a call and then call back go back again maybe you're on a veil yeah yeah that's why i stopped doing the commercial i just couldn't i couldn't i live in the i don't know where you live but i live in the east side i was like i just don't i I live on the east side too yeah i wasn't it was a thing where i was just like uh, i'm fine at it but there's so many people out there that are 
good at it or at least just as good as me. Like I just felt like my time was better spent like, you know, making my own stuff Mm -hmm. or kind of parlaying that stuff into, you know. I don't know. I've been in a lot of YouTuber movies. <laughs> so, oh, lucky you. Oh, yeah. So it's, yeah. Very, it's very small parts. And well, one coming out might be a little bit bigger, but uh, just, but they're just like, hey, we don't have a lot of you. We have a lot of 20 year old, 24 right. year old, like Trevor, Michael Treverson, like oh. whatever. But we don't have, we need Mr. Leonard. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we need that guy. And I'm like, okay, cool. I can do that. And, I love it. Yeah. It's I great. would die. I've never been in the YouTube space, which is why I'm trying to reach yeah. 10,000 subscribers so I can maybe get I'm into the, like, I don't want to brag. You know what? I'm going to brag for once brag. in my life. Let it, let it loose. I was one of the original beta testers of the YouTube space. Oh, I love it. Ago. Yeah. So I was one of the original, like, uh, yeah, it's uh, so I kind of paved the way for that. <laughs> Dope. Paved the way. Kind of paved the way for everybody. Yeah. Huh? So you know, yeah. other people could like learn and stuff like that. This is great. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I've learned nothing here, but I'm sure no. when you were there, oh yeah, that you were great. Yeah. Yeah, I could yeah. see that about yeah. you. Maybe. Yeah. No. Not. I don't. YouTube yeah, space is great. I haven't. Yeah. I haven't been there in a. Last thing I did it was like the Alien movie. Alien. What's that last Alien movie? You, you're a movie person. Alien Covenant. Oh, yeah. They did a thing there with the Alien Covenant set. So I made a Choose Your Adventure thing with the oh, Alien Covenant set. Oh, I love it. Set. Yeah. It That's was, cool. It was, it was my, my peaked on YouTube between like 2010 and 2000, like maybe 14 or 15. Like that was my like heyday. And now I'm kind of just like, mm-hmm. right. You know. So you had a heyday and now it's not your day. And by heyday, I mean kind of like I meant um, making money from it. Right. <laughs> That's by heyday. I mean, not, you know, mm-hmm. success. It's just, it was, was I making, was I making, getting brand deals or whatever yeah. from it? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I make zero dollars, but yeah. I still, still do it. Well, no, there's, you have equity. You know what I mean? There's right. like that sweat equity. That's what I think. It, I mean, I do all kinds of stuff with like. Uh, social media and um, kind of leveraging audiences and stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. kind of like my like back end expertise, right. yeah, analytics and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, it's equity. So the money is not there. The money is in leveraging the audience later, as you know, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the cross promo yeah. on all the different apps that I'm and on. Trust podcasting to like YouTube is so huge. It's just like one. It's like you listen on a podcast in your car. The first thing you want to do is while you're driving is look up somebody's YouTube and subscribe because it's very safe to do. So I it happens hope all so. the time. So you're in the right place. Subscribe. Yeah. T A R A space E R I C K S O N. Just had to add that in there. That's your. Oh, I yeah. know you were probably mostly promoting your channel, but I, that was my name. Yes, yes. I feel like you were going to ask, is that your name? Yes, it's my name, Tara Erickson. I just thought I would spell it out. Sometimes I say my name too fast, and people are like Terry, Airy, Aryson. What would you say is uh, like? So your YouTube would you say is your main platform? If yes. You had to say, if you wanted yes. somebody to go to one place, it would be YouTube. Yeah, it would yeah. be YouTube. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, Stardust and Live Me are the two other apps yeah. that I'm on. Live Me, if you just want to see me uh, play my guitar and sing songs, then go yeah. to Live Me and look up and get those stars. You want those, those stars? stars. Hearts. I, want the, I want the diamonds. God, man. get those diamonds, Send baby. Me the diamonds, and I've never gotten a castle. So if anybody yeah. just wants to log in there, drop me a castle. I know uh, people. On, I'm not going to say who. Yeah. I, I'm live. I'm in communication with a lot of live stream apps. I've been doing yeah. it for a long time. So they were like, "Hey, come back and do it, and we'll feature you." So I've gone back on a couple of times over the past week and kind of getting re-familiar with it. Mm-hmm. But I, I know people feel like, I might make some serious money on. Yeah, there. I yeah. don't. Not yet. I've. I've but you're only, a host. 
I I am. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a featured like broadcaster. Right, right, yeah. For so them, but I've literally only done it for maybe two and a half months now. Yeah, you got to really new. You got to be on it like with live streaming. It's like every day, exactly. Like, all day. Yeah, and I don't do that. No. I only have time for like an hour a day, maybe f- about five to six days a week, which I know is not yeah. the normal thing. But it's not my only thing, which yeah. is why I go on there and I'm like subscribe yeah. to my YouTube channel. I also have to watch TV and film for Stardust and like try to react to that. You know. Yeah. It's busy and auditions and, you know, I'm glad that I'm busy, but I do wish that I, I did have more time that I could spend on live me because it could be a fortunate thing for me to where I could actually pay, maybe pay some bills with it, which would be great. But um, we'll see, you know, so how do you, it goes. Do, do you do the day job thing or? No, I mean, right now, uh, luckily, I mean, I'll do like a side hustle here and there of like babysitting, you yeah. know, those for certain families, which is great. It's just like extra cash if, if I need it. Um, but for the most part, you know, I've been really fortunate Lucky, yeah. booking enough like little non-union commercials and some, uh, uh, yeah, you know, the live me and the Stardust stuff helps me. Like you said, it's equity and yeah. just booking gigs in general and like yeah. getting a hundred bucks here or there. Or, it adds know. up. It does. And it's good. I've luckily, you know, been fortunate this past little while to pay my bills with my talents, which is great. Yeah. It's all I've ever wanted. Well, how do you know Steven? Um, I know him through the IO community. He was okay. in a sketch team there. I forget um what his team was called. I directed one of the sketch teams there. I I don't know if he was the one he was in though. Funny funny guy. Yeah. Nice guy. Yeah, oh, yeah, I've known him for uh, we were we were on house teams at IO together. Okay. Uh, yeah. So been, there uh, you go. Yeah. Yeah. I was on uh Pussy's Grab Back for a minute. That okay. was a t- that was a team that was there, but now I'm with my new sketch all female sketch team called Glamazon. Uh, all female writers, all female actors. It's great. We're new, but we're just kind of getting out there in the world. We'll probably perform here at the Ruby Theater. Yeah. Which, uh, and, you know, just around town at UCB and stuff like that. We're just getting started, but I love the group. You just do it at the Palladium or something like that or totally. a Kodak Theater. I don't know. Like yeah, just yeah. like get one up, of those places. Get up in there and be like, listen, we are women in comedy. And then just, I don't know, I guess dance around to some Avril Lavigne. That would sell out the Palladium. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know what. I, I, I've actually done comedy at the Palladium, believe it or not. Really? Yeah, for a festival. I know. I found a picture of it. And I was like, it was me and another guy. It was just basically like, it was a internet-based thing. I don't know if you, uh, what was it, Digitor? Which is like part of like the Playlist Live, VidCon type thing. It's that okay. kind of thing. So they did a, it was a festival there with like, I guess, musicians or honestly, it's just like 13-year-olds like doing Q&As. Whatever they do. Right. Whatever those kids do, but it was myself and a... A couple other, um, you know, YouTube people. We got up there and we just did kind of did like sort of did stand up, but mostly like I just went out there and was kind of like trolling kids. I was like, oh, who here likes homework? <laughs> like, <laughs> where are my ambers at? Like, you know what oh, I mean? Oh my god! And they like, but it's like, it's some. I mean, it's a such a historical place. I was like, yeah. I shared the stage with like, and you know, I've gone to shows there, and you've just like, there's just the amazing talents been on the stage, and I'm up there like saying. Who, who loves homework. Right, right. That's kind of how I felt when I first performed at the Comedy Store yeah. one time yeah. when I was like, there are so many names that have been up here and performed yeah. on this stage and I'm literally talking about Michael's Arts and Crafts Store and buying like a plush dinosaur head and like just people waiting in line uh, just being like, this is this is interesting. You know what's really interesting? What? Uh, a word from one of our sponsors. Mm. I mentioned earlier I was going to Las Vegas and Florida and... Uh, I actually needed a carry-on. My friends at Away, first-class luggage at a coach price, hooked me up. 
Their approach is simple. They create special objects that are designed to be resilient, resourceful, and essential to the way you travel today. And yeah, I got an amazing carry-on, super functional, modern. It's very exciting for me. It's very exciting. Uh, these high-quality materials, while offering a much lower price compared to other brands, by cutting out the middleman and selling directly to you, you can choose from a variety of colors and four sizes, the carry-on, the bigger carry-on, the medium, or the large for extended stays. I picked uh, I picked green. You know, when it came down to a color, it's going to be like blue or black. That was my go-to. I was like, no, you know what? I'm going to shake it up and get green. All suitcases are made with premium German polycarbonate, unrivaled in strength and impact resistance and very lightweight. The interior features a patent-pending compression system helpful for overpackers. My wife helps me pack. I'll admit it. She does a really great job. But sometimes when it comes down to me, I tend to overpack, so this will help with that. It has four 360-degree spinner wheels guaranteed for a smooth ride. TSA-approved combination lock built into the top of the bag to prevent theft. Removable washable laundry bag. Keeps dirty clothes separate from clean. I'm big on that. It's one of, like, I have to... I have to keep them separated. Have to. Both sizes of the carry-on are able to charge all cell phones, tablets, e-readers, and anything else that's powered by a USB cord. A single charge of the Away carry-on will charge your iPhone five times. I mean, the way I use it, I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna use them, and then I won't have to find like a plug somewhere in an airport and like kind of sit in some uncomfortable position because it's near a plug. People have to sit next to me because I'm gonna be one with the chargers, and I'm gonna make friends. There's a lifetime warranty. If anything breaks. They'll fix it or replace it for you for, for life. 100-day trial. Live with it. Vibe with it. Travel with it. Instagram it. If at any point you decide it's not for you, return it for a full refund. No questions asked. You're not going to want it. You're not going to want to. You're going to love it. And they're so confident they're giving you a 100-day trial. Free shipping on any away order within the lower 48 states. Carry on sizes that are compliant with all major U.S. airlines while maximizing the amount you can pack. And if you're in town, be sure to visit away at their retail store in New York City. I will be there this year. I'm going to take that as an invite, and I'm going to show up because they invited me. For $20 off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com FWB and use the promo code FWB during checkout. That's awaytravel.com FWB and use the promo code FWB during checkout. So, uh, I mean, is stand-up something that you – is that your one of your jams? Um, it's something I, I dabble in, and I try to be consistent with it. Um, I do love it. Uh, I just – I'm not very diligent with it, meaning I should go to more open mics and I should probably do more shows. But really, there's so many – Things that I think I've gotten involved with, meaning for YouTube or like Stardust, it's it's all to like cross promote so that you have so many fires burning that they can't ignore you. Yeah. And stand up is one of those where it's like, oh, cool, it's just me and only my ideas. But fortunately enough, like my YouTube is that as well. And it's it's I for some reason I feel like YouTube is sometimes more fun for me, but it's also just more accessible. I mean, I'm making so many videos all the time that. Um, you, uh, stand up is like the, the grind is a lot harder. It takes up a lot more time. And I have never had the fire in my heart to be like, I'm going to hit up all these open mics. I'm going to do so many stand up shows. And like in two years, I'm going to be a famous like stand up person. I, I don't, I don't know. I, that's never been on my brain. I just know that I enjoy it. I like doing shows and telling my, my little stories. Yeah. Cause I feel like you have like really interesting, I mean, even from like a storyteller type of, uh, perspective, like I, Feel like you have a lot of really interesting things to say. Like, if, if you, 
just hearing about like, hey, yeah, I was just hanging around. I was like, I'm just going to train some dolphins, you know, right. is a very interesting thing when you have like literally not like one mention of it. And you're just like, do, 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 do. I love Celine Dion. You know, I'm going to train some dolphins as I live in right. this landlocked area. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's, I feel like that's an interesting, uh, interesting story to tell. My, I mean, I come from the YouTube world and I was like, you know, doing improv and sketch years, like 12 years yeah. straight. And I was like. I've written some stand-up for people. I was like, I'm going to start doing stand-up. I've never done it before. And I went to probably like 100 plus open mics in like two or three months because I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to put in the work and I can't can't take 10 years to do that. Right. Like I need to be at least familiar sooner. And like I've been on – like I said, I've been on stage a bunch of times. You know, Mm -hmm. we all – and – it doesn't necessarily it, – it translates in the sense that I'm like, I'm not nervous to get up in front of people. Right. But it's a totally different thing. Ugh, way different. Having those jokes – you know, having those jokes and – like I said, I have the same voice I've had on YouTube, Twitter, anything that I do. It's still this, right. this guy. But right. it's taking the temperature of the room. Like, you know, I just did something at the comedy store and I was like, they are not feeling my LinkedIn jokes. Right. You know what I mean? They're right. a little older and I'm not super young, but there was like – they didn't want to hear about like internet nuance. Right. And I figured that out on the stage. Like like I was like, oh, okay, I should switch gears right yeah. now. Um, so yeah. you just don't know. But yeah, I, I know how you feel. It's a, it's a lot. It is. And like my stand-up is not like set up, set up punchline. Right. It's not that. It's like I'm going to tell you a story about how I went to Michael's Arts and Crafts store or like I'm going to tell you a story about like – getting poked on Facebook and but mm-hmm. it's a story. I mean, some of my bits are like 4 minutes long and I you know, you make funny stuff throughout it. It's not yeah. like wait 4 minutes to laugh. But um it's 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 a little bit harder for me to jump ship because a lot of my ideas are like a little more fleshed out. It's a lot of observational mm-hmm. comedy yeah. which is not it, the payoff is not there with just a setup setup and boom, here you go. It's like, "No, nah, I got I got to take you through it." You can do so. uh, story times on YouTube, right? Are they still popular? Story times still popular? I don't know. You mean like they're I actually called story times. Really? What I, I, to explain it real so quick? A story time uh, is when somebody on YouTube um, they really don't know what's a kind of video to make, so uh, they either do a Q and A or a story. I, I keep up with a lot of the trends on YouTube. I just mm-hmm. keep up with trends as a just because I'm as a business. Because in case I need to consult somebody, right? And story times are one of them where they just literally kind of tell a story, and it's just a lot of jump cuts mm-hmm. of telling the story. Sometimes I'm like, I don't think that story. I think that story is like, uh, like a storyline from like. I oh think my a god, TV a movie, show. and yeah. they stole it. I've I've heard that. <clears throat> eh, I've kind of heard oh that my before. God. But people just want to be entertained. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like you know, and but they are co- like it's just like you know that time I got you know kidnapped by aliens, whatever. Uh, you know, right. story time. Like, and it's story time is I'm very into SEO. Is like I don't know if it still is, but it was a kind of a popular SEO type thing. So. Yeah, I've done a Q&A probably in the beginning when mm. I first started YouTube. I'd be like, well, what am I going to do? Yeah. And then I found out like kind of what I really want to do. Um, and it's still like a jumble of like I don't do the same things. But um, uh, I think I did that once or twice and was like I, – I did it when I only had – 20 subscribers so uh the questions were not actually from the subscribers it was yeah. like i'm gonna pull it from these other people's videos the internet's a lie yeah Have you seen the internet's a lie oh, oh god and i was like so you guys have asked me you probably want to ask me this right um but no i don't i haven't done any story time i think the closest story time is me being like hey have you guys watched the meg trailer yet cool i'm gonna reenact it for you now here's okay my, here's my story where i play all the characters i did i did a meg reaction on stardust that yeah, it's, I mean, I was like, "This is like, this is so bizarre." I was like, right. "What is this?" It's what is this? the the movie or the app or the react the reenact the the, the trailer. I mean, I'm sorry, the trailer. 
trailer, I loved it. I'm obsessed with it. So I reacted to it as well on Stardust and my YouTube channel, but then I reenact it and Got play it. like the parts is the thing that I yeah. do. Are you in like fun. the Comic-Con world? Is that like your jam? No, uh, I'm, I'm I not. I it would be. Yeah. I don't know why. Um, yeah, I mean, it would make sense with what the words that I'm saying now. Yeah. But um, no, I have never, I actually have never been to Comic-Con before. Mm. Uh, I'm sure it would have... A blasteroonie, but um, no. Well, use words like blasteroonie. I don't know what you. Yeah, who you know, know who knows where I belong. Yeah. yeah, people say that quite often. They go, "We don't. Our hands are. Let's wipe our hands clean. We don't know no. where you should go. You just you figure it out." And sayonara. Yeah, you should be hanging with the dolphins. So yeah, technically. Yeah. So what's right. next for you? Like what or what's next or like what would you say is like here's what I'd like to see happen next? I would love to reach 10,000 subscribers on YouTube. I know that's not a big deal probably for a lot of people. For me it is when you start with 11 like two and a half years ago. Uh it would be great It to is reach a big deal. That. Everything's a big deal. Yeah, and, uh, a big deal. Yeah, cuz I put in a lot of work and a lot mm. of time into that. Um and I don't make like any money from it, but I know that if I can get a little more subscribers and people watching, um then maybe I could and it would help support me so I don't have to take like so many like side hustle gigs. Um, but and then the other thing is, I would really love to get in a room to like audition for a sitcom. I've never been able to do that, and I would just love to find like a good enough manager or somebody yeah. to get me in a room to be like, "Hey, read these two lines uh, and make it funny." And I'd be like, "Great, this that would be a lot of fun for me because yeah. I hear people are able to do it do it all the time, but yeah. it's really just about your representation, and um, that would that's a, a goal of mine." Too. They love this. Sometimes those agents matters. They love those numbers. You know what I mean. They love yeah. that social media. I know, know. I know. I work on it. I mean, that's why you know, yeah. I create all my stuff, and I'm on all those different platforms, and try to. I'm just kind of try to be all over the place, so they can't deny me to be like, hey, but what are you doing? And I'm like, what am I not doing? <laughs> you yeah. know. Um, but yeah, no, I'm life is life is good right now. I'm happy with the way things are yeah. going and I really enjoy like doing all the different things that I'm doing. I love the screenings that I get to go through, the Stardust yeah. app. It makes me feel so special and so fun. It's such a supportive group of amazing people that know about way more about m movies and TV than I do. Um I just have a different point of view that they like on the app, which I'm very grateful for and I like that I can play music for the other one and just goof around on YouTube. It's good. Like I've, I think I have an audience of people that enjoy me, which is a plus. So, well, for for like potential potential, yeah, new fans or subscribers, where can they find you on the internet so they can make sure to subscribe to all your stuff? And yeah, um, just go to youtube.com backslash Tara Erickson, T A R A, and then E R I C K S O N. Good you branding right there. Good branding. Got your name. Good branding. <laughs> good brand. Good brand. Good brand. If you go to live.me, just search my name. If you go to Stardust, just search Tara Erickson. Uh, Instagram, too. I'm also on Twitter as the Tara Erickson. Don't forget the the. Uh, you'll see me on pretty much all platforms holding a dinosaur in my hand. Um, I believe that's my that's my main photo. I like dinos and sharks, which is why I love the Meg trailer. If you guys are listening to this and you have not watched the Meg trailer, just... Maybe go and watch my reenactment of it first. First, but yeah. I love, I love that trailer so much. Like you have no idea how excited I am to see a megalodon eat up like uh, boats and people, and I'm just, oh, it's so great. And a, a Statham. Ah, oh, Jason, he's he's so good. Yeah, he's he's one of my faves. You never think to see him in a movie. I don't know why. I just in the Meg, like... I was so surprised yeah. when he's like, "Oh my god, yeah, it's a megalodon," and yeah. I'm like, "Oh, give it, give it to me, give me that accent, do the whole thing." 
go beat up some people. Let's go see Statham take on a Megalodon. You know, great. This is going to be a blast for whoever doesn't think that's going to be fun. I don't know what you're doing with your life. Probably just being rich and spending money, being successful and happy. Yeah, okay, snooze fest. Yeah, boring. Snooze fest. I'm talking about get a tub of popcorn, throw some peanut M&Ms in there. No. You get a large Coke. You sit. You you watch a shark, a huge shark, big tooth, Jason Statham, do get down and dirty. This is what dreams are made of. You know, I just quit soda two weeks ago, so you're insensitive to my addiction. Yeah, but uh, what, what if what if they had like a Mexican Coca-Cola? No. You know, regular sugar. No. Just a classic. No. You're saying no to all of it. Yeah. This is okay. Great. A big tub of M&M's iced tea. I switched the whole story. There's no reason for you to say no to, to it now. Your whole idea, no, because soda, pop, whiny, cry. But no, I, I don't, the artificial sugars, I can't do Oh, you can't have one M&M with your popcorn? Oh, I can have the M&M. The M&Ms are fine. Okay. But I don't I, eat it in the, you put it in the popcorn? Yeah, you you, no. you you dump the whole thing in there. You mix it up. Nah, separate. Keep them separated, like the offspring said. <laughs> <laughs> Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.